This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello my friend. Hello Rob. We did a thing today. We did a thing. We did a big thing. Uh, We did a thing. Uh, I feel good. I feel really good. I feel good about what we did. I feel good about what we're doing. Uh, it's, It's the part of the industry that I miss the most right now about the impact that we can have with either sponsors, fans, etc., so I, I feel good. I am jazzed up, and I feel very proud of the both of us for how we launched. We coordinated an attack from on social. We did. We did. Marketing. Uh, and I think, look, it's just the beginning. I think it's off to a great start. We ask, again, please share, donate, whatever you can do. But I, I feel great. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. For those who are wondering what the hell we're talking about. Um, that helps. We started, <laughs> right? We, uh, Chris's idea, this is your idea. Uh, so why don't you explain it? Well, you and I have been doing this podcast all about helping, giving back, sending the elevator back down. One of the things that's happening right now, unfortunately, in our industry is a lot of people are facing some uncertain times, specifically in the minor leagues, as they've been probably the most affected by not having a season. We knew that we have a voice. We know we have connections. We know we have the ability to make change based on those connections. So we launched a GoFundMe in partnership with Major League Baseball's BAT program, Baseball Assistance Team, to collect money to then be disseminated out to those individuals right now who are looking for that type of assistance that they need. So we are off to a roaring start. Uh, The amount of traction I think we're getting on social and the feedback and the applause, love it. That doesn't end. We need more money. We need to. We just. We're going to talk to Eric in a little bit. We'll understand why we need more money. But uh, I also don't think this will be a short-lived endeavor. As more and more news trickles out about our industry and people in need and furloughs and layoffs. So I think this is something you and I uh, will be talking about for a while, which isn't fun to talk about. But I do think, in terms of people seeing and understanding the power of sports and specifically the people inside it, there's no better way to showcase it than putting our money where our mouth is. Right, and let's talk about it here, but we got to first talk to Greg Olson. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, This year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code 
GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Greg Olson's our colleague, right? They just launched that TE1 uh, this past week. New, and, new uh, podcast. Also, yeah, new podcast. Good for uh, good for Blue Wire, good for our partners. Uh, uh, you know, happy. We got to get Greg on. Uh, anyway, so we started this uh, GoFundMe, uh, and we'll say this, right? So we... We, we coordinated this thing, right? So we reached out, uh, minor league baseball, they had their whole team uh, ready to go, uh, helped us retweet. Uh, we reached out to, uh, there's a website called Ballpark Digest, and the guy who runs it is a guy named Kevin Reichert, uh, and Kevin's a great uh, Kevin great donated. Friend. Kevin donated. Kevin donated. He's awesome. He's an awesome guy. Uh, and basically, Ballpark Digest is where you go for minor league baseball kind of news. Um, Mike Scott kind of reading. Right, Mike Scott kind of reading. <laughs> and uh, Kevin's a great guy. He donated. He promoted like crazy. He retweeted. Uh, ben Hill, who's the promotional minor league uh, baseball writer, uh, said a bunch of stuff. We've had a lot of social traction, so we reached out there. We reached out to Baseball America. Um, you know, we've uh, reached out to a lot of different folks. Uh, and we kind of had a game plan together, and uh, we sent an email blast out to uh, all the minor league baseball GMs, uh, along with the rest of our uh, database, uh, and uh, you know, I, I feel good about where we're going, and I don't want this to just end today. Uh, so again, um, fr- you can go to GoFundMe.com, uh, search front office features, uh, and we pop right up, and you can donate. And if you can't donate, no problem. Please share it. Uh, we're trying to get the word out. Uh, you know, in, in a bit, we're going to talk to Eric Nilsson, the uh, executive director of uh, baseball assistance team, uh, Major League Baseball's baseball assistance team. Uh, he was he's an awesome guy. I'm so glad we were able to get connected. Um, but this is this is it's a prideful moment for me, though it was your idea. But it's exactly what not we, my idea. It's our idea. Yeah, right. But exactly what we wanted to do, right? We kind of missed this part of it and uh, this part of it, it being having actionable action, I guess. Uh, we always say do you, something, right? Do something. Or at least trying. Do We're doing something. something. We're doing something. And uh, I got, this isn't going away. I'm not going to stop bothering people. I'm already told like, I'm going to start hitting up minor league baseball sponsors. Like What we wrote and what I said and everything you said, is, is it's from the heart. There is so many people in this business who go unnoticed, unrecognized, don't make a lot of money, sacrifice a ton for a lot of different folks to enjoy their three hours at a ball game. They are in desperate, desperate need of help. And they are. And it's, and it's and time it's, for everyone to step up and help. And it's growing like crazy. You know, when I say growing, as in the layoffs are growing, um, you know, it's the, it's just, it's lengthening, you know, um, the government got rid of the $600 uh, extra payment, right? So it's it's less now. And, you know, uh, we were talking to Eric, right? Uh, he'll get into it. But uh, his, their funds decreased a, as well on their uh, structure. So I'll let, well, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But they're le- they're, um, they have less funds in the kitty uh, in their pool uh, than they typically do. So and it, he says... Every dollar is so important right now, and they've seen an uptick, an uptick in uh, front office employees uh, looking for assistance. 
Big time. And I think, and I said, unfortunately, that's not going to change. That's why I'm not letting this go away. That's why you're not going to let this go away. We're going to keep hounding everybody out there to make sure. I mean, we're already at almost 20% of our goal, right? So Right. And it hasn't been 12 hours yet. Yeah, no. So I, I think our goal, I, they made me put a number in. I was like, all right, whatever. We need to blow by that. $1 million. $1 billion. We need to blow by that. Like, that's going to be, that should be no short of, like, easy to get to. And... There's a, the amount of people who've liked the posts and shared the post. We need you to open up that pocketbook a little bit. I don't even care if it's five dollars. It'll go. yeah right. I saw somebody donated ten bucks. Great, great, it's great. It, that money, that that ten dollars is so appreciate appreciated. Uh, you know everything. Think is. about it. It's like you bought somebody. You know Chick Fil A. Right? It's like here's ten bucks. I'll buy you lunch. Just that's what it feels great. Skip um, your coffee so run important. for three days. Then there you go. Make the donation. Right? It's just there's this industry. Is a resilient industry. We've talked about it. The creativity in our when we launched this the other day in the podcast of the, the of the minor leagues. I I cherished my time with the minor leagues. I'm here who, who I am today because of that. I have all those friends because of it. I wrote, I think I wrote a blog way back when about the good old days, specifically well, the first one specifically referencing the minor leagues. I, I feel for those people. I, I I already know what we're going through at the major league level with uneasiness and uncertainty. I can only imagine it's to the umph degree at that point. So we need to step up. We need your help. And again, if it's not money, it's sharing, it's spreading the word to asking your mom, your dad, say, hey, this is good karma. Buy myself into the industry. Whatever you need to do, (laughs) this is you doing something. So if you want to help us too and you have ideas for videos, testimonials, however, please reach out. Right. So... Let's go throw it uh, to our conversation with Eric. And on the back side of that, we're going to change subjects. Uh, but we're going to talk about a heavy situation that's going on in the NBA here uh, tonight with uh, the protest of the game. So uh, definitely want to talk about that. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, let's talk to uh, Eric Nilsson, who is the executive director of Major League Baseball's baseball assistance team. So we'd like to welcome uh Eric Nilsson uh, to front office features, who is the executive director of the baseball assistance team, uh, AKA bat uh, our new partner in uh, this endeavor that uh, Chris and I started. So uh, Eric, uh, welcome to front office features. Thank you guys. Love, uh, love the work that you guys do and excited about the partnership and um, the opportunities we will have together to, uh, to make a difference for, a number of people in the, the minor league baseball family. Yeah, this is wonderful. And we're so appreciative of, of your support. So let's just be very simple about how this works. There, uh, people will donate through our GoFundMe, uh, which we've shared on all of our social media, the uh, front office features, along with Chris and I's personal one, and uh, along with BAT's uh, social media. Uh, and then what people will do will then... Uh, apply through BAT uh, to apply for the funds in which we raise for minor league uh, employees. Uh, Eric, can you take us through what the application process is like and the selection process and how all that works? Sure. So um, on our website, baseballassistanceteam.com, we have an option to select a pre-screen survey. And the applicant would go on there and kind of put their contact information, um, where they live, and what their exact needs are. And then when the office gets it, 
uh, we would then push a grant application um, to the applicant. And on the application, the applicant would have to put information pertaining to their income, their expenses, any assets they have, outstanding debt. And what that does is it paints a nice little picture for our grant committee on the actual need uh, that the applicant has. And we, uh, we meet every two weeks and um, we have two grant committees of, of five individuals who are all volunteers who review each case and the merits and kind of decide, you know, what we can do to help and how that would best uh, get our applicants back to being self-sufficient. Obviously, during the pandemic, um, there's a lot of different uh, variables that go on, but, you know, that's basically the process. You know, we ask for tax returns, pay stubs, unemployment documentation, very thorough to kind of make sure the applicant's doing all they can do to utilize the current resources out there. Um, and once we kind of get that, you know, we make a decision, we notify the applicant. And for those that are in the, uh, in the U.S., you know, we send reloadable Bank of America debit cards, which you can use right at the grocery store and, you know, to pay some of your bills. So it's a, a pretty seamless process. And, you know, we, um, you know, we're there to kind of help. This is uh, this is awesome, and the, I think what you just described is such a thorough vetting process. It's just not Chris and I, you know, in a in a basement talking about who is going to be able to get the money. Uh, it is the thorough process that you all take uh, to ensure that the the correct people are getting the funds in which we are uh, raising for. Yes, I mean uh, the the biggest part of this is there needs to be a financial need. And, um, you know, it's so important now during the pandemic and, and all the need that's going out there. And, you know, we're just very appreciative of, of this GoFundMe. And, you know, we uh, we encourage everyone. There's there are is a lot of need out there. And, you know, every dollar does add up. Um, you could be paying someone's electric bill this month, you know, making sure food is on the table for their family, helping out with uh, avoiding an eviction or a foreclosure. Um, you know, it's really um you know, it's really, we're making a big difference here. So I just kind of encourage everyone to do, you know, all you can do to, uh, to donate to this and it will make an extreme difference. I promise you in, in the lives of, of people who do apply, you know, in the minor league baseball family. Right. And, uh, you make an extreme difference in, uh, in lots of people's lives. Do you just want to kind of give a, a good overview, like about bat, how it started, uh, you know, what you guys do each and every day. Uh, I think people would find that uh, this interesting. Yeah. So that started in 1986 uh, by a bunch of former major league baseball players. And then commissioner Peter Uberoff as more of a way to kind of bridge the pension for the older players, um, you know, during that time. And, you know, we've kind of evolved to really helping out not just major leaguers, but the entire baseball family. So that's someone who's played one day in the big leagues uh, someone who has two years of service across the board as a minor league player, umpire, scout, athletic trainer, major and minor league front office staff, Negro league players, their widows, widowers, and children under the age of 23 years old. And we've really kind of evolved into this global organization. So we not only help out people in the U.S., uh, but we do have applicants in Puerto Rico, um, Dominican Republic, Colombia, Panama, Peru, Spain, Italy. I mean, I could kind of go on and on with all the different countries, as you can imagine with, with baseball, it's really an international game. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's a very rewarding program. We um, obviously have the vetting process with, um, with the grant application. 
We do have consultants in Puerto Rico on the ground uh, and the Dominican Republic. We also have a mental health and addiction recovery consultant by the name of Tim McDowell, uh, who played in the minor leagues, who really deals with our applicants of uh, anyone with a, um, a drug or alcohol addiction. Uh, and mental health is more uh, more prevalent in today's society. And Tim does uh, some great work with our applicants, kind of making sure you know, mentally that everyone is, is back to where they need to be because, you know, obviously if, if your mind's not right, then, you know, there's really no way you can earn some money. So Tim is a, a great resource for us there. Uh, we do have a financial consultant by the name of DJ Anga, who works for the Sand Creek Group, who really kind of uh, works with our applicants on their budgets and kind of helps try to find solutions. Um, obviously money from bad is great, but we, you know, money doesn't solve everything. So us really providing resources to our applicants um, is really the most important thing. Um, another one is healthcare. We uh, work with this company called Direct Path, which uh, provides health insurance options uh, for our applicants. They also negotiate down medical bills. So it's really all, all extensive. We have some attorneys on our board, one that specializes in poverty law, another that specializes in bankruptcy. So really kind of utilizing our board, our consultants, our staff um, to really kind of you know, provide that bridge for our applicants. So how is, um, how is your, the applicants changed or, uh, over the last, you know, say six months or so during this COVID pandemic, what have you seen different this year, uh, that you haven't seen previously? Um, more on the international front, we've really seen an uptick in applications, um, from people outside of the U.S. Obviously, we're very consistent with what goes on in the U.S., but international-wise, we've seen an uptick. Um, you know, probably about five, six years ago, we were an organization that primarily helped out major league players. And I would say the majority of our applicants are former minor league baseball players. Um, front office staff is another group that has really kind of increased over um, the pandemic, which is obviously evident by, you know, the furloughs and the layoffs. Um, and the lack of minor league baseball this year. So, you know, that really kind of summarizes, you know, the changes we've seen, you know, since, since the pandemic started. Eric, got in it. terms of, I got a question real quick. In terms yeah, of, I was yeah. fascinated to learn uh, when we first spoke of how that has traditionally been funded. I know Rob and I are doing our, we're trying to do our part with the GoFundMe, but how and where has the funds typically come from to, to make sure that you guys have the resources needed to, 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 re, to reply to all the grants that you've been receiving? Yeah, so Major League Baseball covers the overhead for the organization. So they cover our salaries, our office space, uh, travel expenses. So we're very blessed in that extent. Um, but really, the majority of our funds do come from the current day players. So each spring, we do go out to all 30 clubs um, in Arizona and Florida. And we have about a 10 to 15 minute meeting um, with each team. And we have an applicant with us that kind of shares their story and how the organization has impacted their lives. And we pass out payroll deduction forms to the players and they fill out whether they want to donate a lump sum or per paycheck. And, um, you know, this past year uh, we had a, um, you know, a significant, um, you know, increase in contributions. We raised 3.5 million, but unfortunately we're not able to collect that all because of um, the pandemic and the reduction in pay. Um, so that kind of hit us hard and, uh, which makes, you know, the GoFundMe even more important, uh, because any source of revenue that we can get during this time is, uh, is crucial. That's primarily how, how we raise our funds. We are very blessed to have the support 
of the big league players and the players association and the 30 clubs. And, um, you know, without them, we wouldn't be able to kind of continue what, what we've been doing during this pandemic. So we're just very blessed for the current day players. Yeah. When you told, when you told us that I was floored because obviously most the public doesn't know about that, but to hear that, that they're so on board to make sure their, their brethren and their colleagues are taken care of. I mean, the stories that have come out over the past couple of months have been so inspiring. David Price, writing checks for minor leaguers and so forth. But I think what obviously hits home for a lot of folks in situations like this is, is anecdotal stories. And I don't think without you having to share someone's specific name or details, is there anything that's resonated with you in the past couple months or year that makes it hit home and makes you realize what bad is doing is obviously much needed right now? Uh, it's, it's, you know, there's so many situations that, that really stand out. I mean, but they're, there are so many families out there that that are really struggling. I mean, unemployment, you know, only gets someone so far. And, you know, people have um, have expenses to cover. They have young kids at home. We've had a couple of families who've uh, who've applied for help where, you know, cancer is in the family, whether it's uh, a husband or a wife or a young child, um, you know, and they do need help for some of these medical expenses, you know, that aren't covered by insurance. So, you know, medical wise, we've definitely seen uh, a number of cases, you know, come up um, through my time at bat. I mean, uh, I've developed some friendships with some of our applicants. We've had, um, you know, one uh, one applicant who was born uh, with an absent absent pulmonary valve. And this young child, you know, had to undergo, you know, four open heart surgeries before he turned one. Oh my God. And, and um, you know, each spring I'm able to go to Arizona and visit, you know, him and his family and like catch with him and just kind of catch up and watch him play with his brothers. Um, that's really the one story that kind of hits home. I mean, you know, when the general public kind of thinks about, you know, bat, you know, and they help out baseball players or people in baseball. I mean, they don't think about situations like that where, you know, a young child's kind of struggling for his life and, you know, mom and dad need some help because they can't work because, you know, they're worrying about him and they have to go to another medical center, which isn't close to where they live. And there's hotel expenses and, um, flight expenses, you know, and it's just not something that they can cover. So that's really the, the one situation, you know, at my time at bat, that's kind of hit home is, you know, when young children are involved and, you know, a couple of years ago that, um, that little boy was able to kind of get into the clubhouse with us and share his story. And he took his shirt off and showed all the players, his scars and, you know, said, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, it hit home and these players, you know, really, you know, kind of, you know, understood because most of them do have kids and, you just never know if a situation like that will uh, will kind of hit home. It's um, it's incredible. That little kid showed that uh, he, he's a superhero. So, you know, um, Eric, we're so thankful that you joined us uh, here uh, tonight and so thankful that uh, you chose to partner with us in this endeavor, which was Chris's uh, brainchild. Uh, and it's a wonderful idea. So uh, people can go right now. If you go to GoFundMe, you can uh, search front office features and it's right there. It's all over our uh, social media channels. It's all on the links on and on everything that we can. And then we'll gather the money. And then uh, as soon as we get it all, we will then turn it over to bat. Uh, and then you have earmarked this specifically for minor league baseball employees. So if I'm a minor league baseball employee and I'm going through a tough time, uh, they can go to baseballassistanceteam.com to start their application. Yes. Yep. Just go to baseballassistanceteam.com, fill out a pre-screen survey. If you have any questions, you can email bat at mlb.com. 
or uh, leave us a voicemail at 212-931-7822, and a member of our staff will uh, will get right back to you and try to help you out throughout the process. Awesome. Eric, uh, thanks a million. Uh, what you're doing is spectacular, and we're, um, we're, we're grateful and humbled uh, to play a, a small part in that. So uh, a true heartfelt thank you uh, from Chris and I here at Front Office Features. Thank you, guys. Appreciate appreciate all the support, and uh, you know, look forward to seeing the results. All right, be thanks, well. Eric. We'll see you. All right, thanks, guys. All right, that was a uh, very good conversation with uh, with Eric. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but before we get to the rest of the podcast today, let's talk about Thera One CBD from tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging to simply making it through each busy day. Everyone understands that it what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Wurzland. I always mess that name up. I think that's right. <laughs> Wurzland? Wurzland? Anyway, Dr. Jason, we'll call him. Uh, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. Uh, it started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created Thera One to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic, but still contain up to 30% filler. And these fillers are potentially toxic. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the U.S., and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil uh, to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep Tincture, a word I now know, to drift into uh, a deep night's sleep. Spill my tincture. I don't want to take what you can give. All right. Uh, And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, Thera One is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all Thera One products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from Thera One, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something Thera One is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire, but only until Labor Day. Go right now, right now to theragun.com slash bluewire. So they got. A, I think they have a customer in my wife, I believe, because she heard the buy one get one, and she's like, "I wish you told me, because now I have to go buy more CBD." So well, it's because you got to listen to front office features well, now and she, get all now the stuff. She knows, and that's where she found out. So I think she'll be maybe she can find out about French fry sandwiches. Too. Oh, good. So Rob, Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL with NFL Sunday Ticket TV. You can stream every live out of market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus. Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. My team already lost their number, their second round draft pick. They're starting safety Xavier McKinney. You know, eh, things are happening in the Giantville that 
it's never good. It's never good. No matter where you it's live, because they stink. I know. They well, we play open. We play each other first week, don't we? I think I have to look at the schedule. Yeah, if not, we have to game. I think it's there. week. I think it's week one. I think Steelers Giants week one. Monday night football right. might be Monday night football, which we'll watch on SundayTicket.tv because no matter where you live, NFL SundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. I give Kevin, uh, a CEO of Blue Wire, so much credit, right? He's got started a, a little uh, podcast startup, right? venture back startup. Now he's got partners like Chevrolet with the TE1 podcast with Greg Olson, and he's got... Uh, you know, uh, direct TV. It's kind of, uh, not, not, not anything against our good friends at there one. Uh, but it's <laughs> kind of cool to see all these, uh, the, these brands and the growth of, uh, blue wire. It's pretty cool to be a part I mean, of just these parallel path with front office features to the moon, baby, yeah. to the moon, to the moon, hockey stick growth, hockey stick growth. Um, um, I'll say this. So what we're about to discuss, stinks like i don't uh I, this is one of the more uncomfortable conversations we had on, on this uh a few weeks ago but uh you know the nba we're recording this wednesday august 26th at nine o'clock at night uh and you know the the nba players just said we're protesting and we're not playing we're not playing good for them yeah i'm giving them kudos I'm giving them kudos because no one has ever done anything like this. Has ever done anything like this. Uh, they get a round of applause in my book. No one's done it on a team level. I was thinking about it. I was like, Muhammad Ali was probably the last big activist, right? From a right. social justice standpoint, from an athlete's perspective. Uh, other than, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, but I think Ali was just on a different level because of his stature. Yeah, but right. teams have never done something like this. Now, I, I just saw breaking news. The third Major League Baseball game has been canceled tonight. Uh, so, really? Yeah, so the Brewers weren't going to play. Seattle's not going to play. And now the the Dodgers and Giants will not play. Uh, listen, what you just said is correct. This, this stinks. The fact that they have to do this stinks. The oh. fact that we're still talking about this stinks. Stinks. 2020 stinks. stinks. I'm not gonna. I, I'm at the point where I have, I have, and I think you and I were talking about it before this podcast started. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I literally don't know anymore. The stories. Yeah, hold up a big sign to say I don't. Know. I don't know. Like the stories that keep coming out, the stuff that keeps happening. I don't know. Like it's just, it doesn't make any sense. There's no logic behind any of it. There's no rhyme or reason. You can play the whole like, well, he had this, that, and like. You shoot someone in the back seven times at point blank range, in front of you, their kids. I mean, if you, especially if you have seven people, there, I mean, if it was me, you, and five other people versus one person, unless that person is the strongest man in the world, I'm pretty confident we could take them down. It, and and I, I don't want to get in like to hold like that, but it's just like I, I, kudos to the, I, like they don't we don't need to play like what the guy's background was. That doesn't matter. Shooting someone point blank seven times in the back with the kids in the car is wrong on so many levels. Kudos to sports for, I think, doing more than kneeling for the first time ever, right? The kneeling clearly wasn't working. Nothing was changing. Like, people were talking about it, but nothing changed. What will change from this? Again, 2020. I don't know. I don't know. 
But they're trying. We always say, do something, do something. It's just, it's, it's sad that we're talking about this again, not that long right. later. I, um, you and I were talking about this, that the, what the NBA potentially like, they're talking about just being done. Right. Yeah. Uh, Woj bombed, Woj bomb said, well, there's a lot of factors. Like they're, they're, the bubble is wearing on them, right? Like they miss their families. They miss their freedom. They're stuck in this bubble. They're playing high intensity basketball games with no escape in a bubble. Uh, hockey in the same thing. It's it's hard. I mean, Tuka Rask left in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Bruins, the goalie. Like, there's a lot of like humanizing these guys that we talk about because you and I have been in this business. We get it that they're humans. They deal with the same stuff we all do. Just they live in a different reality of world, but they're still humans. And if you told me you you or I that we had to go live in a bubble for three months away from society to do our job, not see our family or our friends, you'd be like. Wait, what? Like, yeah, right. It's tough. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's very tough. One of the things that you have, a, in my opinion, as an NBA player, uh, you know, when you play the games, at least you have you have a bigger, in my opinion, voice playing than you do not playing. Here's why: you know, you're able to have the conversations. There's you know tens of millions of people watching the games, right? Um, that you have a, a, a larger audience that way, no matter how big your social media following is. Uh, I, I do think that uh, they should at some point, right? I'm all for them protest, protesting these games. In my opinion, I think it might be a mistake uh, to let the whole thing go because I think that part of their voice is actually playing the games and things that they could do at you know, on TV, uh, in the bubble. Uh, and that goes with baseball and uh, football when it starts up and the, and the whole thing. They're, I, I think the games are a big part of their platform. Maybe I'm wrong, but I do think that their stage that they get to be on allows them a louder voice uh, if there's play going on. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron James has, what, tens of millions of followers? Yeah. But not everyone's LeBron James. Yeah, again, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I see both sides in terms of making an impact. I also see it as a way, like I said, that I think the players are probably emotionally drained at this point uh, for numerous reasons. I, I But whatever they decide at this point, them. at 2020, do whatever you need to do. Like for yourself, what you think is best. Because everyone else seems to be doing that, right? It's It's been very ununited states of America to say the least. So if they decide packing up and going home, pack up and go home. I, 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 yeah, you can't, whatever they do, I'm, you know, is good for them. Right. Uh, uh, you can't, in my opinion, uh, I don't know what they're going through. I, 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 I don't No, I, I know what I, you're I, saying. I, I get what you're like. You definitely, when you retire, you lose your voice, right? It's no different than being a current athlete versus a retired athlete. Like it immediately that day, you become a less relevant the second you decide to take off the jersey or whatever. And it's a weird feeling for those people who have their whole lives have been X and now become Y. And if you don't play and you're not in the limelight, yes, I think your voice is definitely diminished because you're not getting that national audience when you're doing press conferences and all that other stuff. That, right. I, that I agree with. Yeah. 
But I don't know the right. I literally have no idea. Like I guess like I'm, I'm I don't know what they should do. I don't know what they're going to do. It's not easy. I mean, they were. The, I don't know if you saw that the Milwaukee Bucks were literally on a conference call with the Wisconsin Attorney General from the locker room, having a really yes, having a discussion. weren't going out for warm ups or weren't going to play, and they were having a, a literally dialogue with the Attorney General of Wisconsin. And it's 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 really tough. Like this is situations. These are situations that are really tough to be on because we weren't there. We weren't in the moment. I get all that. They can't rush the law. They can't just change process, right? They still have to do their jobs as the attorney generals and the prosecutors. But shit is on fire. I mean, the the 17-year-old kid who showed up last night and shot people with an AR-15, what the, the hell is going on? Like, The world is uh, is uh, <laughs> bringing a kid into this, too. It's... Uh... It's yeah, we let's talk about better. You're on you on literally your due date is tomorrow. Yeah, let's let, before we get to that. Before we get to the kid, <laughs> I, I kind of do. I do want to stay on this a little bit. Uh, we, we're going to transition that, back. We're going to trans. We can transition back. The you also had an interview that will drop on Tuesday. Uh, that kind of flows into this. So uh, you know, continuing our is the best word education. Um, yeah, in, into kind of the social justice, you know, we, we talked about it in a podcast, what, months ago, right? Um, that we wanted to better educate ourselves. And we then talked to Jonathan White and, um, uh, and then, uh, and then you've got a, uh, then you, you talked, um, uh, yesterday you want to, uh, not yesterday, but you've got one coming up for next week. You want to talk a little bit about your experience? Sure. So we interviewed, Alton Bird, the vice president of uh, BSE and the Long Island Nets. He is a former uh, collegiate athlete in the basketball world, played for many years in Europe, considered one by many to be the best European basketball player of all time. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Brian Krenzman, for that research. So in talking to him, we were talking typical front office features discussion, right? And eventually I having his background and he was so passionate about working with young folks. I was like, we got to talk about social diversity and what's going on in the world of sports. This is obviously before all this happened in the past week. And Alton, I learned so much just from listening to him and how he views and what we need to do. I'm not going to spoil it because I want him to tell the story and he'll tell it way better than I ever will. And the way that we as an industry can move forward and it's not about necessarily all about the past but it's about the future and he was very very just in terms of setting the record straight and making me feel like what you and I are doing is what we're supposed to be doing which is having dialogue and asking questions because I said it full transparency as a 38 year old white male I don't wake up every day thinking about it because I don't live that life. And I'm sure a lot of other people do. And it's not about guilt or anything. It's just reality. And we need to continue the conversation and we can help that conversation. But we also need help, right? We need to be told by our minority colleagues what makes them feel uncomfortable. What is happening? What do they deal with? What situations go on in the ballpark or the stadium? And he was very... Uh, just again, 
educational to where what he's experienced and what he thinks we can do as as an industry to move forward it's um it's a heavy topic but i you know we're you know i i i wanted to make sure that when we said what we did you know we, that we're following up on on that and having the conversations i uh, i wish i could have joined that uh, that interview, but I'm I'm uh, I'm anxious to uh, I'm anxious to hear it as hear it as well. But uh, it's it's important to have the conversation. It's important to you know continue the dialogue. Um, I know that in with the Worcester Red Sox, uh, you know we've got a weekly uh, meeting about it, um, and uh, you know trying to have a, a, a continued dialogue. So I think um, you and I talked about it before. This podcast started though, and we we we're doing our we're doing a good job on the the social diversity and, and so forth. But I think we definitely need to have that dialogue with females, right? And right. our industry is a very heavily or traditionally been a very heavily dominated male organizations. And I was even speaking with um, UMass Boston's head of the, the department, Dr. Joe Cooper, and he says he gets a lot of females in the in the in the major coming to him and saying dr joe i don't feel comfortable going to work for an organization because i don't see any females there and i don't know what that environment will be like and he told me some stories that he that he had to deal with with interns that went to some organizations that just were very heavily male dominated and made women feel uncomfortable not on purpose but just because that was the culture right and yeah put a bunch of guys in a room it's different if you yeah and then that shouldn't be right and that's the the point that they were trying to make so i think we can have more discussion with some of our female colleagues about that topic as well and just Agreed. get their viewpoint and it's all about just getting better it's not about who's right who's wrong it's just like getting better and moving forward together right uh, i feel that front office features got better this week uh not only from the conversation that you had but from just going and doing something right i feel good I feel good. I feel good uh, on what we're trying to do with uh, base, the uh, baseball assistance team, and you know, for the for the minor my my minor league brothers and sisters uh, who are going through a through a hard time. Um, you know, I, I I feel like when we set this podcast out a year ago, uh, we said that we wanted to do more, right? We wanted to do better, like you said. Uh, I feel like we're doing that well, right well, uh, when your you newborn know, child our, comes in the next 24 48 72 hours you'll feel better about the world you're bringing them into right like that's that's the whole point of it yeah i um yeah so like we're on the clock due date's I, uh, tomorrow due date is you know in you know it's two and a half hours or whatever mother-in-law's uh, mother-in-law's on board she's there mother-in-law's here um and uh we're it could happen tonight. I don't know. That that yeah. We'll Mother Nature doesn't care when dates are. They just she she's like time to go or not time to go. Pretty much for all you young listeners out there, due dates don't matter. Yeah. It's Mother Nature. That's it. Time to go, not time to go. So we shall see. Oh, and um, the window open a skunk definitely. Oh my god. Anyway, at least you're. Uh, Make sure uh, Rufus didn't get sprayed. That's uh, the, one of the worst things ever to have your dog sprayed by a skunk. National Dog Day. Happy National that- Dog Day to Rufus. Happy National Dog Day to Rufus. I have my uh, golden retriever named Tessie. Uh, 
she's 11, so she's an old, she's an old girl. Uh, yeah, but all lots of lots of things going on uh, today. But uh, congratulations, uh, early. You know we're doing okay. Uh, let's uh, let's keep it going. So again, go to um, the GoFundMe.com, or you can go to any of our uh, social media feeds. Uh, if you go to GoFundMe.com, uh, search front office features. Uh, our fund will pop up. Uh, please do one of two things. Uh, donate. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar or a million dollars. We just appreciate um, that. If you can't donate, um, don't worry about it. Uh, let's sh- let's share it so somebody else somebody else can somebody else can understand what's going on because all these minor league uh, all my all these all my minor league colleagues out there have you know sacrificed many of Friday Saturday. Uh, night and Fourth of July's uh, for many many years uh, so that we can all go have a have a good time. So uh, please do it, and then please know that uh, the baseball assistance team, uh, as you heard with Eric, uh, puts together a heck of a process to make sure that the deserving people uh, get the dollars. So um, this is great. So uh, Chris, kudos to you and uh, great idea. Kudos, great, to us yeah, and, kudos, and kudos to us. Good luck. In the delivery room, if we aren't having a, we'll probably have a baby between now and next week. So, I hope so. My wife will kill somebody <laughs> if uh, if she doesn't. So, my goal is to stay north of the equator. It's uh, really hard. Yeah, there's I, a lot I, going I, on in that room. It's really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, I, I don't know. We didn't have the we had a C section last oh, time. Oh yeah, basically surgery. So uh, that yeah that 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 freaks me out. C sections freak me out. I would definitely. Start, I don't want to. But they put a big. No, I know. Uh, yeah. Curtain. I, I would. That. I don't get queasy. That would freak me out if I saw that. And they just literally take out. Yeah. No. 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 The. The. the oh, you don't see it. You don't. No, see I know it. that. I know you don't. That would freak me out. I'm glad you can't see that because that would be like pass out central, and I don't get queasy. That to me is mind. Crazy. <laughs> you're gonna take her insides, put them over here, and then take a baby out, and put them back together. Like, what the hell is that? That doesn't make any. I remember. So I remember when. Uh, they were stitching my wife back up. So like they, you get, you hold the baby, you know, the whole thing. And then they kind of like take them to, you know, clean up and you know, yeah, that, yeah. I remember the doctor was talking about his fantasy football team. Oh, uh, just, what she, when, just what Amy wants to hear. When, uh, when she was getting stitched back up, but Amy kind of wasn't with it all. So I heard about it and I was trying to get some draft tips. I think, I mean, football <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday are coming. Uh, are coming but uh but before we go uh did somebody say playoffs um we've got basketball and hockey are playing for gold kinda uh and our partners at bet online <laughs> have you covered uh so get in on all the action including a new uh basketball bracket contest with plenty of chances to win baseball season is pushing in the fall and there's no shortage of ways uh, to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return to sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. Who doesn't love a welcome bonus? Uh, That's betonline. Free money. that's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. With that, uh, Chris, 
I'll talk to you soon. Au revoir. Good luck. Thanks. See you.